You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 112, recorded May 3rd, 2021. Topic for this episode, and I love this, it's the Vault of Glass. I'm the host for this episode. I am Elemist. And I am Orchid. And for podcast info, we encourage feedback. That can be sent to us on Twitter at Guardians underscore Lore, at Hey It's Orchid, or at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast or jump in our discord. Let us know there. Uh, you could also find our info on the alongside many impressive lore content creators. So this week at guardians of lore, the twoggle weapon changes. Orchid? Question mark? There's so many weapon changes. (laughs) You have it on here. You're like, weapon changes? Question mark exclamation point? (laughs) Uh, Chris Proctor in the TWAB this week left a bunch of... um, Question. He, he left a bunch of weapon changes and um, sandbox changes that they're going to make uh, next season. And he is the weapons feature lead, and he is a very good guy. Um, I do like that the entire section is called Linear Voop Rifles. And yeah. I had, to, I had to read that a couple of times. I'm like, am I reading this wrong? No. No, you, you weren't. not. That's... It wasn't. That's just that's what they decided on. Like, okay, cool. Um, so it's a really interesting read. I'm not gonna go through all of it, um, because it's really only interesting to people who care about things like that. And I don't know if that's really up all of your guys' alley. It is for me because I'm like a big PvP person. Crucible so lady. I care about sandbox. I'm a crucible lady. I care about all big sandbox changes because that really dictates whether I need to use a 120 or a 140 hand cannon next season or not. Or if I need to be looking for a sleeper simulant to be like cacking me from across the map again, which it looks like I'm going to. So hooray. Sleeper simulant's getting a huge buff next season. So look for that in Gambit again. Congratulations. I hope you guys who have the catalyst have finished it. And if you haven't, you probably should. Um I really do like how they kind of laid out um how weapons match to certain roles in the game and how they've kind of would like those weapons to match to those roles. So it's very interesting. So for example, um I'll just read sword. So ammo efficient add clear, single target sustained damage, secondary burst damage at the cost of being next to a dangerous target. So if you're thinking of um, 
like lament lament of falling guillotine um lament falling guillotine um it's very efficient when you're trying to clear ads because you have a bunch of ads near you one single swipe of falling guillotine will clear all of those ads and it really does not take all of that much ammo so it is very ammo efficient for an ad clear a single target does very sustained damage um secondary burst damage uh we've seen lament do like very heavy damage so like that's a good example for swords it goes through all of um goes through all of these for heavy weapons exotic snipers is on there single target sustained damage um where the target has a handy crit spot i'm thinking of like whisper when you're in um scourge like that was a big one when you when you're in your cap spot <laughs> yeah yeah because that was a that was a weapon a lot of people use um snipers were really big there so um it really kind of depends on um how they balance and like they, they go through the philosophy of um incremental changes and big swing balances and it's really interesting so uh it's a really good read and it's very long so if you want to go through all of that please do i recommend it it's very good information and if you're like me I'm and have attention issues read it in short spurts yes um, if you want to talk about it at great length, you are welcome to hop in our Discord and talk at me about it because I would be happy to talk with you about it. Like, I'm wanting to talk to people about it, but everyone's like, that sounds boring. Why would you want to talk about it? Be like, because, like, I like talking about weapon perks and, like, my friends come to me, they're like, is this a good weapon? Is this a good role? I'm like, yeah, that's a good roll. No, that's a that's a trash roll. Get rid of it. Like, hey, hey, is this a good roll? It's when you look at a roll <laughs> or you post a picture of a roll and people are like, what does that mean? I'm like, oh, well, that means this, 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 and this. They're like, oh, thanks. Wait, what does that do? I'm one of those people that I can decipher the hieroglyphics of those rolls for you. It's okay. The rolls make sense. Discord. What do they mean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they also talk about mods in here. They talk about some exotics. The one I'm very excited about is Mita Multitool. I actually use Mita in comp a lot um, because it really tilts people when they get killed by Mita and Mita Mini because it makes me zoom really fast because, you know, I love the zoomies. Uh -huh. I'm known for zoomies. Yeah, it drives people crazy. Uh, one of my friends... When he found out that I have like a hundred mobility on my warlock, he's like, Why? That's wasted on you. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, cause he's like, it is, because the mobility doesn't work the minute your feet leave the ground. I'm like, why do you think I'm why do you think I'm floofing? I'm not floofing. He's like, You're a warlock. Of course your feet are not on the ground. I'm like, no, I don't jump in crucible. My feet are never off the ground. Unless I'm like AC 130ing and like sitting in the sky, my feet are not off the ground. I'm not stupid. <laughs> but Mita is really good. They're going to change the way the, um, if you have the, the catalyst. catalyst, the 
Catalyst is trash. Currently. Um, outlaw. Yeah, the current Catalyst is outlaw and it's trash. It does literally nothing. So they're changing it to no distractions, which is going to be better. It we'll is. see how that goes. Um, I finished my Catalyst a long time ago, so I'm hoping that it's going to be good. I don't even have the Catalyst. <laughs> you have to get to 5,000, I think, to get the Catalyst to drop. Well, so it gets tossed into the loot pool once you hit Fabled, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but the higher you get, the higher chance you, oh, uh, of is that how it works? Oh, okay. From what I understand. Oh, okay. I may be wrong, but because I don't, again, I, I I don't have it. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, but I think that's the way it worked. Ah, uh, I see. We also have um a couple changes in the future coming. Um. The they say that they are gonna do something with all shotguns in the future. They say that nerfing quick draw is really gonna move the needle on shotgun usage. And I'm like, it's not. That's hilarious. And if you think that nerfing quick draw is really gonna do anything right. to fell winters, you are lying to yourself. Right. Because it's still gonna be really good. And I have um run it with the other smart builds that I'm not going to tell you about. And it is even faster pulling it out than it is with quick draw. So sucks to be you guys next like season. <laughs> um, we agree with some comments that weapon usage is not only dependent on tuning, but that the map design is also a factor. Yes, it really is. And you guys have made maps completely dependent on using shotguns. So Congratulations, Bungie. Right. However, we want more weapons to be viable on all maps. We can achieve this through tuning, giving other special weapons room to excel. No, you need to give us more maps back. How about stop deleting maps? How about you give us more maps? I'm going to demand maps this time. Please give us more maps back. Stop deleting maps. Um, they're also going to do something to Dead Man's Tale eventually. Dead Man's Tale is super good. If you've been sleeping on that, um, don't. A Vorpal Weapon can, if you have the right roll on it, can two-tap someone in Golden Gun. So Holy that crap. sucks. If you, Yeah. I have a really gross like Vorpal Weapon roll, and I can two-tap a Golden Gun. Like I can map someone in their Golden Gun. So lol um it's really gross you should definitely try it it's also it feels like you're playing halo it's really great it really does feel like you're playing halo it feels like a dmr it's it's great it feels so good like dead man's tail is fun um fusion rifles as with some of our other changes we don't want to bump these too much too fast so we'll follow up with follow up if needed so We'll see. Um, expect to see more Aaron Tills at home next season. Yeah. Whichever. Um, yep. Whichever uh, Aaron Till replacement of your choosing. But Fusion Rifles are getting a huge buff next season. So 
if people aren't using, you know, shotguns, they're going to be using fusion rifles. So enjoy that. That's your crucible update. Um, but we're here for the exciting one, which is a uh, vault of glass. Yeah. So let's talk about that since you're the big, um, I guess, uh, raid person. Do you want to talk all about, uh, the raid race? So the way they're going to do it, because we have already run vault before in the past. Yeah, they may have changed a few things, but for the most part, it's vault. Um, but the way they're actually doing the race is that you are going to have to complete it one time in order to unlock the challenge mode. And you're going to have to beat the challenge mode in order to be declared world's first. And all of this is happening May 22nd. Um, Which is a Saturday. Yes. At 10 a.m. Pacific. The contest modifier is going to be on so players are going to be capped at 1300 for the final encounter uh i think that's all encounters well like yes. it's it's going to be like five yeah. or ten levels per encounter leading up to 13 for the final right 13 is going to be the max you will ever be though true so do you think that means that all the enemies are going to be like 20 above you? Oh, yeah. Like that's what contest is. OK, yeah, I just wanted to make sure it's it's Grandmaster Raids. It's exciting. Like I'm excited. I have a team already that's that's, you know, coming together for it. I do, too. What? <laughs> like it's. For anybody who hasn't done a day one raid, I highly suggest it if you can, you know, okay. get the team together because it is some of the most fun that you will ever have trying to figure it out, trying to just that satisfaction of finally beating it is just amazing. Like I words cannot describe how awesome it was to do day one for um, Deep Stone. Like, it was one of the best experiences and one of the most tiring experiences. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I streamed it for 23 hours. Yeah, that's insane. I had fire team members falling asleep. Yeah, you will have a little bit of um, a leg up if you have done Vault of Glass before, because getting through that first um, attempt will be a lot easier for those of us that have done it. And that's mostly because you'll have an understanding of how Vault works. Yeah, you won't be doing it like, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. You'll at least hopefully have some people with you that have done it before. It won't be a fire team of six that have never done it and are trying to figure it out. Yeah. Because that's kind of, that's rough. That could still be fun. 
But, oh yeah. Yeah. Trying to figure out a raid is fun, but um if you're gonna try to do vault the first day and you've not done it before, there are plenty of guides on how to do vaults on YouTube that I recommend you watch. Unless from unless they, they want to go in blind. Like I I can understand wanting I don't to go know in blind. Why you would yeah, I don't know why you'd want to though. Well, Some people you know. like it. But yeah. again, I mean, the raid is seven years old. So yeah, I I can understand not wanting to, like I I can understand wanting to uh, learn what actually is going on. Right. But either way, it's going to be a fun experience. I highly suggest it for anybody listening. Because, um, I mean, heck, I've done three raids on day one. And it, it's... I know my skill and my team's skill has only been going up because of it. Um, we've been strategizing different things of like how to to actually tackle encounters and it's it's a lot of fun i'm just leaving it at that <laughs> i'm really looking forward to finding out what all of the triumphs are um completing tempo's edge a curated list of triumphs in this newly unlocked challenge mode will be how a fire team crosses the world first finish line and claims their prize so this is how you finish the contest mode um, or the challenge mode, I should say. So this is kind of what um, I'm really looking forward to just seeing this list of triumphs um, and really kind of specifically how we're supposed to finish some. And I don't think there'll be hidden triumphs. You know, they'll most I think they'll I think they'll most think likely they'll be like be, out there. Yeah. Like, I don't honestly, think it's gonna be like everyone doesn't shoot like uh Oracle more than once, maybe. Well, so from the way I read it, um, because there was something about the challenge fail condition. Uh, I'm pulling it up now. But there was something about the actual challenge fail condition being automatically applied yeah to enforce the triumph requirements in the challenge mode your team will wipe if you fail the success conditions during each encounter meaning these are literally the challenges for the encounter because normally challenges in any raid encounter are optional you know the tanix four ball strat uh yeah. the the a tracks you know don't get rid of any buffs you know those are all optional this this challenge mode is going to force everybody to do the challenges and that's going to be the fun part like i'm just excited for all of this it's going to be amazing it's going to be really great fun and the belt looks great. Um it's a super cool belt. 
And I really like that they have the original um, name of the um, the Guardians who finished Vault of Glass the first time seven years ago. So the Prime Guard clan. Yeah. On there. I really like that. Yeah, that's cool. So it's cool that they have the OG World First Fire Team featured. I and, like that a lot. And like, I didn't even notice that because the, typically uh, my team, we don't actually get a day one completion. Right. So I wasn't even thinking of looking at the actual belt, but like, that is cool. I think it's really neat. I always like to look at the belt. Um, I do have one friend that has that has a uh, world's first belt. So I always like to look at the belts just because they're all unique to the raids themselves. And I just, I kind of like the look of them. Like, I think they're neat, but this one's really pretty. It is. I like it. It's, it's very neat. It's really so, pretty. It's very pretty. Um, If you haven't checked it out, it's uh in the TWAB from this past week from the 29th. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much uh, it for the TWAB. I think we've beaten it to death. Yeah. So uh, there were a couple hot fixes and Guardian game stuff. Um, apparently, the Titan Contender armor no longer makes you invisible. Congratulations, I know. Titans. You're no longer invisible. I know a couple of my friends are very upset about that. Like, um, it was kind of cool. I was like Rayman. Literally, yeah, just a body uh, and gloves. I know. <laughs> like, I'm punching things, um, and all of a sudden, I, I see the inside of my gloves, and it's like, that's that's kind of weird, but cool. Yes. Um, and uh, now the glows actually work on Warlock armor, so Warlocks are happy again. Um, because there was a lot of shaders that did not work. And we were very mad about that. So, you know, other than that, that's pretty much it. Yeah. It it was a very mm -hmm. small twab. Yeah. It, the biggest chunk of it was the actual weapon changes. Yeah, the, the weapon changes, that was a very large part of the twab. It's very long. But Other than know, that, how's uh guardian games for you? Are you pretty much done with it? You just forgot about it? At this point, like I'm just waiting for the final weekend, the closing ceremonies, so I can log in, do whatever it requires me to do, so I can get the last two triumphs. Oh yes. Because that's who I am. <laughs> yeah. Right. I finally got my catalyst finished. So, or at least nice. I, I acquired the catalyst. So I haven't finished the catalyst, but I got the catalyst. So, I haven't um, finished it either. I don't, I don't think I have to finish it. I think I just have to get it, right? Correct. Okay. So, I have the catalyst. So, yay. I've done the thing. <laughs> Yeah. I think that's that's the main thing that was important was getting the catalyst. That is. So, um, yeah. So I got the catalyst. That was the important part. 
because at this point you can finish the catalyst later on. Right. And and that's kind of what I'm doing with two catalysts that I have. Um, I'm just waiting until next season or whatever. I'll get it when I get it. What about you for Guardian Games? Um, so I've still been playing on my Warlock. I um, haven't really locked back into my Titan very much. Not through any fault of my own. I just haven't. I've been really sick this past week. So I had the flu. There was a guy at work who came in who like brought the Rona into work and like exposed a bunch of people in like for days. And so there's like a big Ooh. coronavirus scare at work. And so and then they like didn't tell anybody but that like individual department. But I have lunch with this guy all the time and then I was getting sick. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I've already been through this once. I don't need this again. <laughs> so, Ooh. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. So I had to go get tested and like a bunch of other people. So it was like a, a big whole thing. So I do not have the coronavirus again. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> Praise Jesus or whatever. I am very happy. Um, but I've had the flu. So I've been not really wanting to play destiny or do much of anything so i've um kind of logged in to do the bare minimum of destiny anything <clears throat> that's understandable so i've done yeah i've done like i've played some crucible i didn't play um i didn't play trials this weekend which is weird for me which is very weird for me, but it was the fusion rifle and I'm like, it's kind of trash and I don't want it. I have so many of them that I'm like, Ugh. I don't need an adept trash one. <sighs> so like, uh, like after getting so many adept, like one for all hand cannons and then like, oh God, like. I got like a one for all messenger adept and like a one for all like or got two igneous hammers that were one for all and they were both adepts and I'm like are you kidding me and so I'm just like I can't anymore Bungie Ooh. is cursing me with bad rolls on adept weapons so <laughs> I give up <laughs> I can't anymore <laughs> That's so rough. I didn't want to even it's rough when you like you go flawless expecting to get like a, a half good roll and you just get like the worst roll ever and you're just it just hurts so bad. So uh, I wouldn't up. know. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, okay. It's I don't know if it's better to just like not do it at all, but it's just like living in my inventory right now. Just there reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> the pain <laughs> it's like this is what you worked for are you happy with yourself you shall forever be reminded <laughs> this is the exactly. failure <laughs> exactly this is your failure to live with it enjoy your one for all uh, you can't aim so that's... you know aim at three things and then you have one for all for a little bit a lull that's I, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I, I don't know how to respond to that either. Exactly. It's just, it's, 
It's the suck. But the big suck. It's the big suck. Yeah. Ah, uh, so yeah. Um, it's 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 a thing. Yeah. 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 Um, I have not. Besides not doing trials, I've done a couple of nightfalls. One of my friends has tried to convince me to do a bunch of uh, grandmasters, and I have not done a single one this season. I still need to do one for my like weekly thing. I have yet to do that. Oh, for the the triumph, the weekly triumph. Thing. Gotcha. Yeah, the Destiny Dishes weekly triumph. Gotcha. Whatever it's called, I don't know what it's called. Seasonal the, challenges. Like, yes, that that yes. Because it gets you bright dust, like a measly portion of bright dust. It gets you enough bright dust for a new shader next season. <sighs> that hurts so bad. Right. <laughs> a new shader next season. Right. Oh, God. Don't remind me. It'll be fine. Um, Yeah. I'll probably play more. I'm probably I'm at that point in the season now where I'm just playing Crucible. Uh, and I'm OK with it because I have pretty much have the weapons that I want. Um, I'm not going to reset my gambit. I'm not going to I'm not going to finish any of my the rest of my seasonal stuff because I just like can't be bothered. Like I'm not going for um, I'm not going for any seals. So, yeah. Gotcha. And see, I've I've already, I've gotten everything that I wanted to get done done this season. Outside of maybe a solo flaw, the Shattered Throne, but even then, that's, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. You did a solo flawless Shattered Throne this season. No, I couldn't bring myself oh. to do it. Oh, I was going to be like, when did you do this? Why didn't you tell me? No, like I, I just, I couldn't. I've been like halfway doing solo flawless shattered thrones just so I can like farm laurels. Oh, and see, for, laurels are super easy to get. I know. I just get like to the thrall way and I just farm them. Gotcha. That's where I've been farming all of my weapon everything's. Gotcha. That makes sense. Because I'm too lazy. I'm too lazy to put in like Shuro cheese like thing into the wall of wishes. So instead I go do Shattered Throne for 45 minutes question mark. Like why would I do that? <laughs> I was about to say, like what is you're putting wrong a lot more effort me? into being lazy at that point. I don't know. You're putting a lot more effort into being lazy. It's insane. I don't... What the fuck is wrong with me? Anyway. Um, <laughs> all things aside, the new season is very close and I'm very excited. And that means new lore. That means new seasonal activity. It means new bullshit that people can complain about. Because, you know, I love that. Because <laughs> my favorite. You, you know that's... That's going to happen no matter what. Uh, that's my favorite. But 
the thing that that's getting me so far is that we have no information about next season outside of Vault is coming and Transmog. Yes. They've been really tight-lipped about everything. Right. And we know that Vault has no tie-in with the season, so I'm, like, at a loss. Like, absolutely at a loss. As to, like, what next season could possibly be about. All we know, all we know is what has been built upon for the last two seasons. We know that, um... That we have Savathun is still on the table. We know that um, that Crow is still around doing Crow stuff. We now have Kyattle as a person that is on our side with, you know, her peeps. For now. Peeps? Do we, for now. I mean, we don't know. And other than that, but I mean, that's the only thing that's changed. So, for the so specific enemies, like at at this point, I'm I'm trying to think of like what enemies could there be. The fallen, we we left them on Europa. We dismantled their leadership, and that's about it. True. That's all we've really gotten of them. We stopped House Salvation. Um. For the Cabal, like you said, Keitel is is a fair weather ally right at this point. You know, we have an armistice with her. Yes. But, but um, for now. Yes. But there is a faction within the Cabal that tried assassinating Zavala during the meeting. Mm-hmm. Um Yes. We haven't really gotten anything Vex since Season of Undying. And even then, that was an offshoot sect of the Vex. So we could seriously dive into some of the regular Vex. Um, and Hive. We haven't gotten anything from the Hive aside from Zivu. And even then, yeah. that wasn't really us fighting it's Hive. Been, it's been very on the edges because it's been mentioned and it's not really been like us directly at Zebu because it's always been in like web lore. We're due for web lore. Yeah. Actually, we're, we're absolutely due for web lore in the next like week or two because this is the time in the season when we usually get web lore. So we'll probably get some... This week or next week. I bet you. Well, because like at, at the time this episode is going to be releasing, we've only got days before the new season. Yeah. I'm so excited. I am too. But yeah. So web lore either did drop before this episode released or it's going to drop soon. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like the my my guess is going to be either Vex or Hive. I'm hoping we get a bit of both. Um, I was really hoping to get a Vex season just because it's Vault of Glass. 
and to have that tie-in, but knowing them, they're not going to give it to us. And that, like, infuriates me. You know? It would be cool to have a tie-in like that. I really want the tie-in, but I think it even just, like, said in the freaking twab that it's, like, it's a moment in time. And it's just, like, it's a lot like the strikes that we've been getting, like Devil's Lair and everything else, where it's just, like... Right. They don't... And we've had this... We've had this discussion on the on this podcast, and Elmist and I have had this between the two of us, um, where it's they don't change the dialogue. They could easily add in a couple of lines to tie it into the current season or to tie it into the current storyline, or they could just change dialogue here and there to make it current. Like, this is why we're going back and doing this, or this is why... We have to go fight this servitor now, or this is why the servitor is back, or right, you know, like like hell. There are so many. If they would have just said, yeah. you know, House of Dusk's Lair, and changed the name right. from Sepix Prime to something else Prime, like mm-hmm. that would have solved most of my issues. Yeah, because that that would have made it current. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Sepix Prime. Right. It could literally be anybody else. Or anything else. I mean, like, Omnigul isn't Omnigul. It's like, it's Kmart Omnigul. It's Costco Omnigul. You know? No, man, that's Target. That's Target it's Omnigul. Target. It's Target Omnigul. It's not Target Omnigul. Ah, oh, shit. It's like hash browns and not hash ladoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, so it's they had options, they just didn't go for it. And I don't know if it's because like we ripped on them for like for their Kmart like Omnigool strike and changing the dialogue there because we're like it's just omnigool just call it omnigool like come on guys and then they just you know went the cheap way and then just called it what it was and then we're like come on guys you can change the dialogue and make it not that and they're like we can't make you happy (laughs) we do it one way and then you guys yell at us and we do it the other way and then you guys yell at us so what do you want so it's they probably are doing their best to be fair i need to give them more credit than i do to be fair i never ranted about Omnigal's name change. Yeah, I never really did either because I don't like that strike and I don't do it. So <laughs> you just don't like, care whatever. enough. And I just don't care enough. And like Astacross, like it's fine. He's handsome. Like, oh God. Whatever. I, he does what he does. I, yeah. I don't anyway. know what to say to that. What? Yes. He He's handsome in his southern way. I, I again I, I forget what his actual name is in game because I just call him Astacross. Well, yeah, because uh, what's his name in game? Shahan. Shahan, yeah, Astacross. Yeah. Anyway, should we go to a Laura Network ad? Yeah, let's just have a Laura <laughs> Network ad right now. Okay, the Laura Network. Since the dawn of time, there have been storytellers who teach through their stories. 
These myths give rise to fundamental truths, and these truths shape our collective experience. Yet these myths are not something of the past, and today they engage us more fully in the story itself. Video games allow us to live the lives of our favorite myths. My name is Blue Crew 86, host of Focus Fire Chat, and I want to invite you to explore our modern-day myths with us. Join with us as we explore the stories, the mythologies of the Destiny franchise, as well as other games. Let's explore together. That was a super good ad. My palate feels cleansed. <laughs> I'm drinking tea, so mine has been cleansed. Yeah. So, a brief intro to the topic. <laughs> We're diving into some old D1 Grimoire cards to prep for the reintroduction of the Vault of Glass Raid. Uh, there's going to be 11 readings, and that's divided into three different parts. Uh, the first part is going to be us discussing the enemies within the vault. The second part is going to be about the first Vault of Glass fire team, Kabir, Pahanin, and Praedith. And then the final part consists of the mystery, the Vault of Glass cards. So, Orchid, would you like to kick us off? Yay! I would love to. That's my favorite thing to do. Okay. So this is um, about the precursors. This is the um, Soul Primeval. Those who delve deep into the Vault of Glass have seen time itself torn asunder. Awestruck ghosts report encounters with ancient Vex, their casings built long before the age of humanity. It would be easy to assume these Vex are the ancestors of those we face today, but with the Vex, it is never so simple. Yeah, uh, it's very straightforward. And mm -hmm. the name Precursor typically denotes you know an ancestor or some something of that nature you know it came before others mm -hmm. exactly um we also know that with the vex um time is not really linear for them time is wibbledy wobbly for the vex timey wimey and is yes wibbledy wobbly timey wimey and um so just like it says, um, with the Vex, it's never simple. So, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. It was a very straightforward card. Yep. But yeah, Soul Primeval Ancient Vex. Here we go. You want to read Descendants? Yep. And this is Descendants. Soul Imminent. Survivors of the Vault of Glass report sightings of ancient Vex. Ancient in the sense that they have endured for eons. Convergent analysis from multiple ghosts suggests that these Vex exist in our future. If the Vex exist in our future, or in a possible future, should we take this as evidence that their defeat is impractical or unattainable? The Guardian Vanguard is quick to point out that time travel remains a mystery, and the continued existence of the Vex is not remotely a sure indication of humanity's extinction. This is another um, wibbledy-wobbledy timey-wimey. Um, yep. So, 
This is another Survivors of the Vault of Glass with Ancient Vex um, in that they've endured for eons. And these Vex exist in our future, but they are the Ancient Vex, but they exist in our future. And that just messes me up every single time. <laughs> so <laughs> just like, okay, cool. Neat. Um, we even saw these same um, Vex on Mercury in D2. Yes. So if you remember, we saw them in a couple of adventures um, during the actual um, Curse of Osiris. Dare we speak of it? Days um, from D2, if you played Curse of Osiris, I both apologize and say <laughs> also um, it had banging music, though. Curse of Osiris had really good music. So it did go back and listen to that soundtrack. Um. And it was actually referenced in one of the, like, I, I want to say it was the very first campaign mission. Um, was it? Like, if you did the vault before, and you actually, so like, if you've done vault before, and you have that, that flag on your character, mm -hmm. your ghost had a, a line of something like, descendants we haven't seen these vex since the vault of glass oh that's right <clears throat> but i again i don't remember specifically the quote and that's okay i'm not able to actually find the the quote online so it's going to be anecdotal for now <laughs> So, I'm going to read the next one. It is the Templar. Even among the access mines, the Templar is extraordinary. Fragmentary glimpses and scattered reports suggest a hydra of impossible capabilities, a creature out of time. The Templar and the oracles guard the way into the deeper vault. Legends say that the oracles foresee what is to come, a world as the Vex desire it and that the Templar has the power to shape reality to match the Oracle's design, expunging any threats. The power of the vault flows through the Templar. It will take something extraordinary to shatter its shield. I like how the card actually calls out like how you fight the Templar. Yeah. The actual mechanic was that you had the, the relic, the Aegis, and you charged it up, fired it at the shield, and as that shot hit the shield, it would bring the shield down and then capture, I want to say two or three guardians in little Vex capsule bubbles. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I like the fact that, you know, it actually calls it out. It will take something extraordinary to shatter its, its shield. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like how it also mentions the oracles. I like the oracles because they make music. Yep. And we have we've oracles aren't just in the vault of glass. We've had oracles and other things in Destiny as well. They were in the Whisper mission as well. Yep. Um, and they make a very specific sound whenever they show up. 
And so whenever people hear them, they're like, ah, oracles. Because you can hear them. Because they just, they make these, like, chiming sounds. And it's always the same. Yeah, it's always these. Yeah. It's always these same like donging chime sounds. Um but they are in different it's tones. Like, yeah. Um fun fact, the oracle encounter in D1 the mm-hmm. chimes that the oracles do all make the uh original destiny soundtrack. Like they they actually they do the original Destiny theme. Yes. But yeah. The Templar was always after the Oracles. Um, and during the Templar encounter itself, there was an Oracle that spawned. If you didn't kill the Oracle, your entire team got a debuff that you would have to go cleanse or else everybody died. Or everybody who had it died. Hmm. Well, we ready to move on? Yeah. Do you want to read the next one? Yep. And that's the Gorgons. Deep in the vault of glass, the fabric of reality bends to the will of the Vex. Warlocks speak in tones of awe of the Gorgons, creatures that seem to possess a dreaded, almost unimaginable strength, an ontological weapon. Like the oracles in the Templar, the Gorgons reputedly possess the ability to define what is and is not real. Whatever they perceive becomes subject to erasure at their will. Until a countermeasure can be found, Guardians must avoid their gaze at all costs. Or reply to any detection with immediate, overwhelming force. The Gorgons' ability must be tied to the nature of the Vault of Glass. We can take some solace in the clear fact that the Vex cannot manifest this power in the world outside. So, thankfully, the Gorgons cannot come outside of the Vault of Glass or we'd be, like, majorly screwed. Right. (laughs) Hooray. Right. This is, like, the one good thing about the Vault of Glass is that the Gorgons are stuck inside. Right? Gorgons Um, are under quarantine. Because... They're oh my gosh, they are. Um, so because um, they can literally whatever they think is real is real. So they can be like, "That's not real anymore," and then it's not. Like that's a big kind of power. So imagine what kind of nightmare world a that a Gorgon could create if it wasn't inside the Vault of Glass. Right. But I mean, like, the Vault of Glass is its own thing and has this kind of infinite past and future within itself. So it's its its own kind of constructed, like, infinity, you know? Like... When you really try to think of what the Vault of Glass is, it kind of breaks your brain a bit. At least it does for me when you sit there and really kind of think about it. Yeah. Because then you're just like, oh, it's really big. And also it can kind of just like make and unmake reality. And, you know, 
there's all these creatures in it. But Gorgons, um, they are kind of like, for me at least, are kind of like the big bads. It's not like it's not like Atheon and it's not like um, anything else in the vault. It's like for me personally, like the Gorgons are kind of the big like the big thing in the vault because anything that can kind of just blink you out of existence is a big deal. Well, and, and, and the, that's see, I see the Gorgons yeah. as security guards. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got the Templar who's who's actually, you know, the first line of defense. And then you've got the Gorgons just in case the Templar fails. Like, mm-hmm. the entire vault is literally security system after security system after security system. And we're just breaking our way through. Yeah. So, like, I personally see the Gorgons as like security cameras security alerts that they really are that yeah they're stuck in a certain place monitoring it mm-hmm. and right once they they actually get alerted then they do something but until then they're just watching their shit right um in the actual raid in D1 there were nine Gorgons and there were 13 in hard mode. Mm-hmm. And there was actually right. an Age of Triumph thing tied to killing all the Gorgons on hard mode. I bet you there's going to be 13. I bet you you're right. In this one. I bet you there's going to be 13 in this one because nine doesn't seem hard enough. At least for how raids are nowadays. I bet you you're right. And the weapons that we have, I bet you we're going to have all 13 and we're going to have to kill all of them. Well, and and especially with the fact that we move differently than we did back in D1. Yes. So, we do. Yeah. Um, another fun note, the Gorgon's Labyrinth is where we end up finding Praetith's bones in the Paradox mission. Right. So that's that's about everything I've got for that. Mm-hmm. You want to continue on? Yeah. Atheon. Time's conflux. To speak of Atheon is to accept certain limitations. We are ill-equipped to understand an entity that defies simple causality. Let us accept these limitations and proceed. Atheon waits in the vault of glass. Just as Atheon sidesteps past and future, it is impossible to say whether Atheon created the vault or the vault created Atheon. Causal pathways converge on Atheon from every access in the space-time bulk. Atheon has a function. We hazard that it regulates and oversees the Vex Conflux system. What are these confluxes? How do they relate to the physical Vex network that has devoured so much of Mercury and Venus? We might guess that the Vex confluxes represent the extension of this network across space and time. Perhaps the Vex use closed time-like curves to solve unfathomable computations. Or the Vex may seek to transcend a physical substrate and move their thoughts directly into the fundament of the universe. 
If physics is a set of rules that the cosmos uses to calculate itself, perhaps the Vex seek to worm their way into these calculations to become a law of reality, inseparable from existence, a virus in the system. Perhaps Atheon was a centerpiece of this project, a command nexus that unified efforts across time. But we must accept that all of this is speculation. I like how they have the whole, like, what came first, the chicken or the egg argument in here. It is impossible to say whether Atheon created the vault or the vault created Atheon. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Atheon has a function. And at this point, Guardians are just, just guessing at what that function actually is. We know that he's times... You know, times conflux, so they suspect that he has something to do with conflexes. Um, and the part that I really like is, you know, perhaps the Vex seek to worm their way into these calculations to become a law of reality, a virus in the system. I like that. I I, I don't I even really know like why. that a lot. I really like that a lot. I think it's a really good description. Um, I forgot that this card existed. I'm just going to put that out here. Um, but with that description of Atheon, I think it perfectly describes how Atheon exists. Because, um, and the Vex really do seek to make themselves inseparable from the laws of physics because we've seen kind of in, um, like we'll use the, like the, the flower game. Yeah. As an example, they really do make themselves like inseparable from that, you know? Yeah, you're right. So because they're inseparable from that flower game, um, that's making themselves inseparable from the laws of physics, you know? Yeah. But yeah, um, Atheon is the final boss that players get to fight in the actual vault. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, his room is amazing. There's two Vex portals one on the left side, one on the right side. There is the stage where he spawns, and it, the stage has kind of like a pyramid made out of, or sorry, an archway made out of just glass um, right. converging on each other. And then in the middle of the room, there is a huge pit with no bottom but there is a small little platform that guardians can jump onto to do damage mm -hmm. um, and the actual encounter it has a lot of little tips and tricks like remembering which portal is which um, I always remembered it as Mars is on left because Mars has four letters. Left has four letters. Venus is on right, right. because Venus and Mar right have five letters each. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of it that way. I mean, 
I wouldn't, but and, and like yeah. and like it, being completely real, it's future and past. But everybody always called out Venus and Mars. Right. Um, hmm But yeah. Interesting. This was also the first encounter where we had supplicants. Oh, that's right. Those fucking things. Oh, I didn't even remember that. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I died to those stupid things. I can't even... I die way more than you. I can't even begin to imagine. Well, and like, this was back when I was first starting to raid. Like, this was my first raid. And yeah, those supplicants killed me more times than you would believe. Yeah. But yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Well, now that we've gone through all of the enemies, I should say, we have a fire team. Yep. That was the first in the Vault of Glass. Do you want to read? Yep. About our fire team? And this first entry is the Vault of Glass, remark hard. His name was Kabir. He wasn't my friend, but I knew and respected him as a guardian and a good man. He fought the Vex alone. This destroyed him. In the time before he vanished, he'd said things that I think should be remembered. These are some of them. In the vault, time frays and a needle moves through it. The needle is the will of Atheon. I do not know the name of the shape that comes after the needle. No one can open the vault alone. I opened the vault. There was no one with me, but I was not alone. You will meet the Templar in a place that is a time before, or after, stars. The stars will move around you and mark you and sing to you. They will decide if you are real. I drank of them. It tasted like the sea. That is all I can remember. Pahanin. It's kind of true that no one can open the vault alone. Um, because you need to stand on different plates to open it. Yep, there are if three plates. If you've never plates. tried to open the vault before, so you need at least three people to open it because you need to stand on all the plates at the same time. You can have passing people help you open the vault. That was the cool thing, actually. That was, and that's the cool thing. That was one of the coolest things. Because you could yeah, be on, and you could have people on patrol just jump in and help you open the vault. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was, um, I was one of those people a lot of the D1. time. I was too. I was playing D one last weekend um, when I was sick, and I was on patrol on Venus, and there was a fire team uh, that was trying to open the vault of glass, and I was there just like helping them do it, and <laughs> it was really <laughs> fun. I was like, man, this is brings back memories. Um, but so we have Kabir. And um, he wasn't um, Pa Anin's friend, but he was a good man. And 
Um, we also know Kabir because he drank Vax milk and it was salty. It tasted like the sea. Gross. Yeah. Or or good. I mean. Well, he started. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. Yeah, we will we'll dive into it sometime, but it's a whole other thing. <laughs> um the one thing I do want to note and I'm I'm adding on to what you were saying. You know, no one can open the vault mm-hmm. alone. I opened the vault. There was no one with me, but I was not alone. I'm wondering if that's because his fire team met the Gorgons. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, when we read about this fire team, um, we only know about three of them. We don't know if there were six. Right. And I've always wondered where the other three were, if they were wiped away from memory that they never existed because the Gorgons got them. Or if there were only three to begin with, that they were just like, man, there's just three of us. We're just going to like run in because it's like a nightfall. Let's go. Or <laughs> like they were just going to like wing it. Like, let's just go. I mean, the crazier things have happened. Can you just imagine a Titan running forever 29? <laughs> yeah. And I, I, one other thing I actually do like, his description of oracles. Yes. The stars will move around you and mark you and sing to you. They will decide if you are yeah. real. I, I don't, and I don't know why. It's just, I, I like it. It's, it's beautiful and it's true. They are like stars that move around you and mark you and sing to you very poetic yeah bonding is very poetic actually that was all a quote from from kabir was it from the in the vault time phrase all the way to it tasted like the sea oh oh well then good job kabir you're very um poetic for a titan Mm. Very poetic for a titan. Such a good titan. Well, would you like to read the next one? I would love to. All right. This is the, is it Aegis? Yeah. Yes. Right. I see A and E next together. My brain goes, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) This is the Aegis. These are the last words of Kabir, the legionless. I have destroyed myself to do this. They have taken my ghost. They are in my blood and brain. But now there is hope. I have made a wound in the vault. I have pierced it and let in the light. Bathe in it and be cleansed. Look to it and understand. From my own light and from the thinking flesh of the Vex, I have made a shield. The shield is your deliverance. It will break the unbreakable. It will change your fate. Bind yourself to the shield. Bind yourself to me. 
And if you abandon your purpose, let the vault consume you as it consumed me. Now it is done. If I speak again, I am not Kabir. I like that. It like like we said in the last card, Kabir is very poetic. Um but essentially what he does here is he takes his light and actually forces it into the relic that you use in the vault. Like that relic is Kabir's light. Mhm. Um and at this point he is he, it, this is like he knows he's marked and he's ready to die but he's gonna do one last thing to fuck over the vex and that was to forge the aegis right um i do vaguely remember this Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah. Here, so. I I can find the actual Aegis picture for you. Yeah, I I need a picture. I need to like I need to jumpstart my brains. Oh okay. Alright. It's for our listeners. That helps. For our listeners. Uh the Aegis is a diamond shape. And in the middle of that diamond is a circular cutout with a handle. Like right in the middle of the circle. Um, and it's glowing. It's like a diamond shield. And the handle sort of looks like... Um, kind of uh, like an hourglass. An hourglass, yeah. Or... A cartoon apple that's been eaten. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. Cartoon <laughs> apple. <laughs> but yeah, and I, I'm excited to use that thing again. The last thing I would like to touch on. Um, mm -hmm. Bind yourself to the shield. Bind yourself to me. And if you abandon your purpose, let the vault consume you as it consumed me. Mm -hmm. he's literally saying when you pick up the shield either you take down these vex or just go ahead and let it consume you yeah just let it eat you nom no the odd and nom 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 isn't in <laughs> he's not in the vault he's in the dreaming city Oh, I see. <laughs> That's true. That's right. <laughs> those are in those weekly nom, missions. Nom, I nom, forgot nom. the odd and nom nom nom. <laughs> uh, and with that, I think I should move on. This is yeah. Mystery. Kradith's door. Kradith opened his eyes. The receiver sputtered to life. It had taken him the better part of a decade to get his crude comm scanner working, and another few years to get it transmitting. 
Now, in the brief windows of time when the door to his cell opened, he would call for help. He sighed, a deliberate act that caused him to cough roughly. He had no idea how much longer his body would hold out. But then, that kind of thinking was all relative here, wasn't it? Prateth stared at the sprawling mass of metal and wires, listening to the tinny sounds coming from his makeshift speaker. Before he spoke, he always made a point to listen. The words, the concepts that flowed into his mind confused him. Timelines and potentialities that might have already happened, might happen, might never happen. A pattern was ever dancing in the edge of his vision. At times like this, when the world rushed past him, he had to hold tight to the fact that he was still breathing. He would often focus in on the intake, output, in-breath, out-breath, breath, breath, breath. Hours later, he blinked, refocused. The static had stopped. He had missed a window. Once, he would have cursed and spat. Now, he just shook his head. A weak movement of the neck. The Vex had decided their end. The Guardians had interceded. The Vex were fallible. If the Vex can be wrong, if they can make mistakes, someday he could be free. Someday he might leave the vault, might see again the Traveler. Until then, he would listen. He would observe. He would be the man on the outside looking in, a viewpoint into the consciousness of minds that spanned galaxies. He would try to understand the Vex. Pradith closed his eyes. Pradith, I feel really bad for because Pradith is kind of stuck. I like don't know what to say about this card. Please help me. <laughs> He's only stuck until the aspect book. Yeah. Where Pradith actually is able to interact with the Ishtar collective mm -hmm. team. Right. Um, the one thing I really like about this, this entry is that you could read it as a loop. That's true. He opens his eyes. All of this happens, and then he closes his eyes. Like, you could read it as a loop. And considering he's stuck in a Vex jail outside of time, like that, yeah. True. Um, I believe this card was actually introduced in the Paradox mission. And that was it during the Taken King year. And see, it, it's because of this entry and because of the lore book aspect that I'm really kind of hoping that we actually find out more about Praetith next season. Right. I'm like trying to figure out like my brain just like completely just like sputtered to a stop. <laughs> trying to figure out what? Just, uh, I don't, just what to say. 
it suddenly just kind of went lit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. Would you like to continue on? Yeah. Let's just go on to the next one. This is Mystery, the Vault of Glass. The image clears of dirt and dust as a hand wipes the lens clean. A figure holds the ghost up, looking into the lens. Harsh light from an unfamiliar sun backlights the four-armed creature, making it impossible to see its face. Its massive head turns, and a clicking and chittering voice can be heard speaking to something off-screen. While the noises themselves are harsh, the tone and content seem almost gentle. A curious creature, not a violent or angry one. The lens refocuses beyond the creature's head as it talks, and a startling landscape climbs to the horizon. It's a paradise. Carefully tended lakes and rivers, water everywhere, wind their way between fields of lush iridescent crops and into groves of starkly colored trees. Every inch of the land seems engineered, brushed by a sculptor's hand for form and function both. The sky is a light pink, spotted with clouds and crowded with ships. Thick lanes of aerial traffic soar through the air, tightly managed and seemingly endless. And beyond it all, above the clouds, hangs a perfect alabaster sphere. The image wobbles, shaking, flickering as if the ghost is blinking. And the fragment ends. It almost sounds like we're seeing a ghost's memory. Either that or it's happening on Earth because, I mean, that's where the, the perfect alabaster sphere is. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Like, this one didn't really have a whole lot of story. It was more about describing i like how poetic it is um it very much describes it obviously describes traveler the perfect alabaster sphere mm -hmm. um obviously um the sky is light pink spotted with clouds and crowded with ships Thick lanes of aerial traffic soar through the air, and that is describing the tower and probably the last city and clouds, and it's very pretty, but I don't know, is it, like, is it our planet, though? Carefully tended lakes and rivers... Fields of lush iridescent crops into starkly colored trees. Like, is it our planet or is it a different planet, but the traveler is there? I don't know. With ships. I don't. Harsh light from an unfamiliar sun backlights the formed creature. So is it the Elixni? It would be the Elixni because they're the only formed creatures. Right. I'm wondering if this is, if, if like, this is somehow a memory of Rees, the Elixney homeworld. But that wouldn't make sense. I'm wondering that too. Right. Yeah. But it wouldn't quite make sense because the ghost. They didn't have ghosts, I thought. Right. They don't. 
like it. Yeah. The figure holds the ghost up looking into the lens. So unless unless an elixir stole a ghost, hear me out. Unless an elixir stole a ghost and took it, a massive head turns and a clicking and chittering voice can be heard speaking to something off screen. So I don't know. I mean, it's massive head turns. I mean, the Vex have massive heads. What you're thinking, it's a... I'm wondering if the Vex, like, took a ghost. But why would they do that? Well, you, you could... Why would, a, why, would a, why would a Vex take a ghost back in time to, like, the Elixir homeworld? No. What if it's a Vex that teleported back to, like, the Garden Mercury? Yeah. Oh, all the way back there? That far back? Right. But it's an unfamiliar sun, though, because that's a familiar sun to us, Mercury is. Well, but... It, We've been on that sun. Right. With that but hear me out. Mercury, with the... the... The reason it would be unfamiliar is because it's not from the time that that ghost was born. Like... It's centuries before. True. Like, that could have just been poetic license. Right. Huh. I don't know. This is going to, like, bother me now. It's one of those mystery cards where Elvis and I, at the beginning of this, were like, do we want to include these? Because these are weird. Yeah. <laughs> And then we're like, well, we might as well, because, like, uh, they're about the thing. Because it says so, vaulted glass in uh, it. It's, it has the name in the title, so we might as well do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm reading it, I'm like, it's, oh, it's making me ask more questions than it's answering. <laughs> this isn't helping at all. Someone tell me the answer, please. <laughs> I'm so confused. Well... The way that's written, I think there is no real answer. It's all up for interpretation. Yeah. But this next one definitely does have answers. And that's Mystery, The Vault of Glass 2. Images flicker in and out repeatedly over its length. The result is a series of tableaus. Moments in time captured by the ghost's struggle to see what's going on. The face of an exo staring impressively down at the ghost from very close. He appears to be confused, unsure of what he is looking at. A landscape from a position a few feet off the ground, moving laterally to the point of view. The ghost appears to be clipped to the exo's belt. The image is of a battlefield, and over two dozen exo-soldiers can be seen marshalling for battle. A chaotic scene of Vex and exos fighting a titanic battle. The backdrop is a pitted and scarred landscape, a planet unidentifiable from present context. Vex energy bolts hang in midair as the frames click by, teeming masses of constructs surging towards an entrenched line of exosoldiers. A metallic leg and boot belonging to a Vex goblin. The exo goes down. 
the horizon of this battle-scarred world, the ghost kicked free of the Exo's body. Most details are obscured by dark and shadow, but one detail is easily made out. A massive crashed spacecraft. The last image. A sigil of Golden Age Earth emblazoned on the side of the ship's prow. These aren't helping me answer any questions. <laughs> this is making it worse. So if we break this down, um, so the ghosts struggle to see what's going on. So we have we have an exo now. We have an exo, guys. <laughs> so the ghost, the exo, is just as confused as I am. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So it looks like the ghost is just like super confused as to what's happening. Um. And it's just getting like very few shots like a shot here shot there um so we have something that looks like um what we know as kind of the exo vex battle which we vaguely know about from other lore cards and this mm -hmm. lore card um so the Vex and Exos are fighting a, a titanic battle, and we know that the excuse me, the Exos were created in order to fight the Vex in their time battle. Obviously. Yep. Um, because they make super, super great. We went over that um when we did a lot of our Clovis Ray stuff and our other um God, which one was it when we did Legacy's Lament? Legacy's Lament. Yeah, um, that they make really good soldiers because you can just, you know, like reboot them and like, you know, Costco repair them from the field because they have, <laughs> you know, Kirkland brand. <laughs> when they say that we had like Kirkland brand exos, uh -huh. <laughs> so you can just like piece them together from like glassway, like Vex parts. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and for those episodes, so... those are episodes 95 and 96. Right. Um but we have um we have we have apparently just pieces bits and pieces of this chaotic battle that they're fighting. Um the ghost kicked free of the exo's body. Um one detail is easily made out a massive crashed spacecraft, the last image, a sigil of golden age earth emblazoned on the side of the ship's prow. So yeah. Yeah. So now at least we have like confirmation of that um big space battle. It's not really a space battle. It's more of like a battle like in and out of Vex portals and Vex gates. Like to and from like did they fight it on Volantis? Or did they fight it on like Europa? Do we know? I f figured it was mostly Europa. I would have to go back and check, but I, I think it's mostly Europa. Because they, they keep going back to the Clovis AI. Like, I'm wondering, because I'm, I don't think humans can go through the Vex gates to Volantis. I think they have to be Exos. Humans can, if they are properly protected. Because Clovis himself went through. 
did he oh no that's right i'm just remembering back from the um the bray lab records um that there was one entry that was when they went squish when they went through <laughs> they went through and then they pulled back and they're like oh there's nothing there it just went plat <laughs> just like a squish oh so if no you remember, no 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 remember that one was that so so it was that they sent remote controlled frames that's what it was clovis sent a group of remotely controlled frames to volantis so humans themselves have not been on volantis okay so, okay, wait. So humans themselves haven't been on Volantis? Does that mean Exos have been on Volantis? Potentially. Okay. All right. Interesting. I just, I like this little snapshot of like the, the Vex Exo battle that we've read about and heard about, but we haven't really like. Right. And, and like when I reread this, you know, doing the show notes, I had taken this as the Vex Exo War on Europa. Right. But the ghost witnessed all of this. That's what's right. bringing all of it into question for me. Oh, okay. Because last I knew, the collapse didn't happen around the time that we got exos but again like this this is the kind of stuff that we really do need a timeline and this is why i painstakingly try and and come up with a timeline because there's we've got entries like this that it, if we knew when the collapse was in relation to the exo war yeah we could easily place where this is happening. Right. 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 You're so smart. <laughs> e saving the day again. God damn it. <laughs> We're trying. Do you know what? I'm going to, I don't fucking know. I'm going to read this next card. How about that? Maybe it's going to save the day. Sounds good. <laughs> Maybe, maybe this mystery card. <laughs> Fuck these mystery cards, E. God damn. Right. We knew these were going to be like the source of like, what are we reading? I don't fucking know. <laughs> if they're a mystery. That's why they're called the mystery cards. Me. <laughs> oh, mystery. The Vault of Glass 3. I'm going to read this card. Are you ready for it? I'm not either. Let's go. No. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. A star field. The star swings slowly across the ghost's field of view. Just darkness and the blazing fury of distant suns as the ghost tumbles through empty space. Hours of this before, with a wash of power, a huge convoy of ships drops into reality from warp. A convoy of guardian craft, hundreds strong. Ships of all sizes and shapes can be seen, from venerable craft that have been salvaged from the Golden Age, through to city designs to vessels that have yet to emerge from the shipwright's hangars. The ships are battle-scarred, 
Many are barely space-worthy. As warp drives wind down, several seem to lose power and begin to drift. Some of the largest craft bear imagery familiar to frequent visitors to the tower. Dead orbit symbols. The simple icon of the vanguard. The new monarchy and future war cult as well, though fewer examples could be seen. Others bear symbols never seen in the tower to date. Every single ship, from the largest cruiser to the smallest personal craft, carries shards of stone, remnants of the city and the towers. Banners, too, tattered and worn from entering and leaving warp. The fleet is only visible for a few breaths, less than a minute. Then, with a massive flash of light, the fleet jumps on. The crafts that have lost power are left behind, spinning and whirring away from the etheric wake of their powered fellows. The ghost spins on, and soon enough only stars fill its field of view until the fragment ends. After reading this entry, I'm wondering if the mystery cards are all like a possible past, a possible present, and a possible future. Right. Which a lot of yeah. Well like and, and go ahead, sorry. And that would make sense because it's the vault of glass. That is the the conflux of time. Yeah, it's it's Atheon is the is the belly button of the, the past <laughs> and the future. Atheon's the belly button of time. It brings it all together. What? <laughs> so it it bring it makes it it makes sense that it would be the past and the future all together in like one giant tumble dryer of ships. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and, so. and that would also explain, you know, others bear symbols never seen in the tower to date. Right. That would make sense. Well, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and you know, every single ship from the largest cruiser to the smallest personal craft carries shards of stone, remnants of the city and the tower. Right. So, like, th that's what it has to be. A possible past, a possible present, and a possible future. All seen because... All together. Well, and like, it, it's all seen because of the vault. Mm-hmm. Because the vault allows it. Yes. Because it's, it's a moment... It's a moment in time. A moment outside of time. Yes. A moment of time. A mo all of those. Of time, At in time... time. About time, on time. Yes. Yeah. Throughout time. Within time. <laughs> <laughs> A hula hoop of time. See, that's that's what it has to be. A hula hoop of time. We've solved it. The Vault of Glass <laughs> is a hula hoop of time. You heard it here first. Oh God. The Guardians of Lore. Yep. <laughs> and on that note, um, Orchid, did you like the topic? I love the Vault of Glass. 
Um, it is the only raid I've done a bunch of times because you know me, me, me no raid much. <laughs> me crucible ape. Um. So I really like the vaults. I um I get super irate when it comes to timey wimey stuff. So I love it because it just makes my eyes go cross. <laughs> and I love the Vex. Um like I the entire topic of like the Black Garden um and like the Tree of Silver Wings and the Vex and the flower game and how that all ties together with the traveler and the darkness and and the hive that entire and the hive and and sword logic like the greater idea of sword logic and how you can kind of tie all of that together then with the vaults of glass and how that is the beginning and the end and the middle you know and how also the cabal also sort of have something that can kind of see the future but not at the same time with their scion bullshit the oxa machine because <laughs> they have is, the oxa machine yeah which is also used by oh. a cult in the tower yes the yeah um they have their own bullshit too and it's just like everything is tied together like spaghetti in this game <laughs> and i the more lore i learn the more i go how is it gonna be resolved because how is it gonna be resolved <laughs> just there's so how. much just, just how they toki it's not your time yet okay I'm just gonna hold you here. All right. Um, he was doing so good by not being here, and now he's like, "Oh, you're done, right?" No, Toki, I'm not done yet. Um, so it's I I love the Vault of Glass and the Fire Team, and um, yes, I do. Elmas, what about you? Do you like the topic? I loved the first two parts. <laughs> um, I loved diving into the enemies because like I got to nerd out and reminisce about jumping into the vault I enjoyed talking about the fire team because again like it got me reminding or it, it reminded me of uh, the paradox mission and and it, it was really nice to see a titan that was very flowery and very poetic very good with his words because guardian games titans are apparently stupid neanderthals I mean, so it was good to see the opposite end of that. Yes. And as for those mystery cards, fuck. So, Orchid. Yes. Shout outs. Um, 
I am shouting out a mile in games um, because this relates to this topic. Uh, if you do not go watch him on Twitch, you should. Uh, Twitch.tv slash mile in games. Um, you may know him from just doing lore videos every week on YouTube. And if you do not watch him on Twitch, you're doing yourself a disservice because um he's infinitely a infinitely more entertaining on twitch than he ever has ever been on youtube and <laughs> if he ever hears me say this he will agree with me <laughs> and, um i am saying this because he does um he does three mario kart races and a marbles game before he gets into destiny every single day and marbles or Mario Kart always comes with gambling and um, marbles always comes with whoever wins marbles gets a lore story that he will tell about you. And it is a custom lore story that has uh, it's Lord of the Rings. You are a hobbit and it is crossed over with destiny with whatever topic you want. My first topic when I won marbles the first time was Kabir. And I went into the Vault of Glass looking for Kabir because I was looking for Vex milk for my cereal because <laughs> I wanted a second breakfast. So, um, and then I died or I got lost in the Vault of Glass. And then the second one was a prequel where I turned into a Vex, I think. And then I got stuck in the Vault of Glass again. And then I just won a lot like a week ago. And I was with, um, I think I was with either a Templar. I think I was with Gordon Ramsay. I was with a second Hobbit. This is my third story. Gordon Ramsay, the other Hobbit. And um, I think Pawning, um tricked us and um, escaped. And I'm stuck in a glass cage of emotion and also a real one because it's the Vault of Glass. <laughs> so I'm also still locked in the vault of glass. So my third story, I'm still locked in the vault of glass. Um, so I'm calling out <laughs> Mylan Games. <laughs> so um, go watch Maddie on Twitch because it's very fun. Marbles is fucking the greatest. It's seriously, it is the most fun you will ever have watching anybody on Twitch, including myself. I am fucking boring. So... Please go watch Matt. It is hilarious. Um, he usually starts at 4 p.m. Pacific time every day. Uh, that would be Sunday through Friday. He doesn't usually stream on Saturdays. So, as his current schedule. As of, you know, now. I don't know if it's going to change in the future. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yep. So all messed. What about you? Shout out to uh, my ex work husband John. He's been keeping me sane this past week, as I've been going crazy with new job stuff. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna keep it short and simple. And with that, this is the part of the episode where we like to give special thanks. The artwork for this episode is courtesy of at Volshock B on Twitter. 
The music in this episode is copyright Bungie. We're able to use it under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. And if you'd like to dive into Destiny lore on your own, or if you'd like to read along, visit ishtar-collective.net. They're the resource we use to make our show notes. And remember, you can reach out to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore, at heyitsorchid, or at I underscore am underscore elemist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast. Or, you know what? Just jump in our Discord. Ping us on there. The actual mm. invite is down in the, the episode description. Do it. Yep. Do it now. Do it. Do it. I dare you. I double dog dare you. Oh, shit. Now you have to. <laughs> New backseas. Or something. <laughs> or could say goodbye. Take care. Carefully tended lakes and rivers, water everywhere, wind their way. Wind? Is that wind? God damn it. Things looking the same. Fuck. Fucking... Fuck fucking. <sighs> God damn it. Okay. Well done. <laughs> you got this. Fucking Christ. Okay. I thought the whole point was that he didn't fuck. <laughs>